Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Well, welcome, everybody. This is our first show of the new year. This is January 6th, 2021. We're going to have a really, really great interview today with Pat Alva Cracker. Is that correct, Pat? Cracker. Pat Alva Cracker. See? Mm -hmm. All right. And we're going to be talking about her book called One Woman's Journey to Elation. And it basically celebrates what it is to live an empowered life. And we all want Mm -hmm. to have that for sure. It's a great way to start the program. It's a great way to start the year. So welcome. We're so glad to have you today. Uh, Thank you, Denise. I uh, really appreciate uh, this opportunity to really share uh, what it is to live an empowered life and that uh, living a life of elation is a choice. If you know what that is. <laughs> and that's a good question, Yeah, I give you a lot of different <laughs> definitions of that, right? <laughs> I do. You know, people ask me, so what is your definition of elation? And I said, it is beyond happiness. It's like the day that you get married to the person that you have loved all your life. The first moment you see your grandchild. The first time you buy your first car or move into your first home, it's that level of happiness that just runs through your body and gives you the goosebumps, and you can't smile wide enough. That's pretty cool. Now, can you stay in that state all the time? You know what? It's a choice. It really is a choice. Things will happen throughout our day that may affect our emotional state, right? Uh And at at any point, we get to take a look at that situation and say and ask yourself, what am I supposed to learn from this situation? How can I make this situation better? Or how will I respond to the situation where it's a win-win and I will be happy with the outcome? So our journey is a sacred journey, and everyone's on a unique journey, and it really should be honored and really embraced because throughout our journey, things are going to happen, and it's all part of the learning process. The thing is, how do we respond to what happens to us? And that level of response depends on whether we're, we're living from a cup that's half full or half empty. 
So if you're a person that lives in, uh, from a moment of your cup is half full, then you always look at the positive side of the situation and you make the best of it. Well, or you live half empty. Uh-huh. Let's just say something mm-hmm. happens to you and it never has before. How would mm-hmm. you explain to our, our listeners the process of handling that well okay so I'm a breast cancer thriver of 26 years I come from a family of cancer and my mom had breast cancer and ovarian cancer and died of ovarian cancer and my youngest sister did too so when I learned that I had breast cancer that morning when they had done the surgery and they came, walked into the room and they said, Pat, you have cancer. No doubt I just cried and emptied myself out and yeah. asked myself, what am I going to do from here? What am I going to do? And on my way from the hospital to my home, which was an hour drive, I had all that time to think about what is going to be my next step. How am I going to approach my healing process? And I came to realize that it was going to take self-leadership and taking responsibility of my own healing in order to come out of the other side thriving. I did have moments on why me? Why did this Mm -hmm. happen? Because behind everything that happens, there's a lesson. And so I said, okay, so I have breast cancer. What's the lesson in this? And I relied on Louise Hay and the, her books, Healing Your Life. I know. And her I books, wanted to yeah. understand, you know, her books, right? So I wanted to understand. Mm-hmm. I said, what is the meaning of this? What is the underlining story? What is the underlying lesson that I need to, to learn from? breast cancer and I learned that I had put my myself last that it was a concern associated with self-care that I've had poured into and overgave to family and friends at the office in the community and put myself the last on the list uh. as many women do Yep. As many women do. And so I took responsibility and I said, this, it's up to me. You know, it's up to me. Totally. This healing process. So I did take responsibility for it. And I chose to go through the traditional. I had chemo and radiation. And I said, I'm going to heal myself through other methods. So I made a decision that I was going to look at alternative medicine as part of my healing journey. And I began to study essential oils, um, aromatherapy, massage, energy medicine. I even became a Reiki practitioner so that I could heal myself. And here I am 26 years later. Is that great? It's a great story. So it's I really am grateful about for that. responsibility. Yeah. And leading yourself. Mm-hmm. Loving yourself. And 
leading yourself. So what I've learned through this process, not only through breast cancer, but the loss of my husband at a very, at a very young age and the loss of my job, that what the common thread of being able to pull myself up from the bootstraps was that I had to better lead myself out of these situations. About self-leadership. It's about self-leadership. And people say, well, what, well, what the heck is self-leadership? And I would say you know, everyone has a different definition, but what I like to use is that self-leadership is about being fully present in your life and being aware that of everything that's going on around you from the five senses to the little whispers to um, what people are being said, the music that you're hearing, because in all of the five senses, there are, there are messages on how to best live our life. We just have to be aware that those messages are actually coming through. So being fully present was very important. And I also learned that self-leadership means living through intention. Uh-huh. So living through intention means that anytime you have a situation, a conversation, you're going to do an event, you're going to do something in your life before you have an expected outcome that you would like to achieve, that you actually put that energy out of what you want to expect. Like, for example, Denise, you and I, our conversation, I sat down and I used the tool that I teach my clients. I work with women entrepreneurs who want to scale their companies. And the basis of how I teach them to grow their business is through self-leadership. So I teach them this tool. And so the tool that I use was used by... 10 minutes before we got on, call, on this call, and I said, my intention is to have an absolutely wonderful and fun conversation with Denise. And that jointly, we would make a difference to all the listeners, that we would provide an opportunity for them to do a tiny shift in their lives so they could get a tool that would help them live a more empowered life. Wonderful. And so I use this particular tool, and I live my life through intention. And so I always set the, set the stage and ask for the energy and put my request out there. And then I let it go. And I say, this or something better is going to happen. Oh, I so like I then detach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because what we think is better, our spirit, God, source, whatever you want to call the greater something knows more than we do. And so I may set an intention and I always say this or something better. And then I just let it go. And I learned that when I start setting intention and I just really focus the energy of how I want to feel, what the outcome is, how I want you to feel during our conversation, that it just really sets the tone. And I amazingly, through my intentions, I start seeing that more and more and more of the things that I intend actually come true. And I am a very good manifester in that sense. So Uh living through intention is very, very important because that's one way you get empowered. That's how you step in and really respond to life versus react. Is that another part of that? And then the other one is that you're all... 
isn't part of that also knowing what it is you want? Yes, that's a really, um, I love that you said that, uh, Denise, because so many times uh, when I work with my clients, you know, I'll ask them, what is it that you want? What, what do you want out of life? What do you want out of your relationship? What do you want out of your business? And they don't necessarily know. Uh-huh. So a good uh-huh. question, if you're, if you're out there listening and you've got a situation and you don't know exactly what it is that you want at the, as an outcome, ask yourself, what don't I want? Because even that, what don't I want, can easily turn into the opposite and then give you the clarity of what you do want. Okay. So one of the things that I recommend my my clients to do is I I ask them, okay, today, starting today, I want you to wake up and I want you to consistently ask yourself, what do I want? What do I want? And then as Throughout the day, answers will start coming to you, and you will start getting clarity. And it's about learning to ask yourself, what do I want out of the situation? What do I want out of life? What do I want out of this relationship? And the more clarity you have, the easier it is to move forward in your life, Mm -hmm. in your business. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? You know, a lot of it has to do with uh, passion. Uh, you know, my my belief is if you don't have a passion for anything, it's difficult to know mm-hmm. what it is you want. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is very true. Uh, because passion is very much of a driver, isn't it? Passion mm-hmm. is what moves you forward. It, it, it's what motivates you. It's what makes you think outside of the box. Um, yeah, it, it's what helps you take action. And uh, passion is important. And we all have one. It's just connecting with what that passion is. Exactly. Because yeah. you know, I have found that a lot of people that have been in a certain profession for most of their lives and never really developed a passion for anything else. Mm-hmm. When it comes to their retirement, mm-hmm. they're lost. Yes, yeah, that 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 is absolutely true. Um, I spent 35 years in corporate America in male in male in two male dominated fields in IT and in engineering. And uh, over the course of 35 years, uh, I had an opportunity to work with women who were just entering the workforce. And then women that were exiting. And that is one conversation that I had with the women that were getting ready to retire is, what do you want to do when you retire? And the majority of the time, they don't know. They don't know. And I said, well, you have six months or you have a year. uh, Because most of the women that we had conversations with were in management and were executives. I said, you have time to start going through that. Start in your mind learning more about yourself. And I would ask him, I, okay, what, what do you like to read? What kind of events do you like to go to? What makes you happy? And start paying attention to your, your surroundings and the kind of books that you read and the kind of 
what you spend your time doing when you have time to do nothing. And just slowly observe yourself and notice the things that you are attracted to. And something will come out of that observation. I think sometimes you have to take yourself back to your childhood. You know, know, that's a very good question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was it then that interested you? Exactly. And a key question that I like to use is, what was your favorite game when you were a kid? Ha! (laughs) What did you like to play? And um, and it was really for you, Denise. What was your favorite game when you were a kid? (laughs) Oh, I was totally into sports, so it didn't matter what it was. I was playing it. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely. So you knew because you you had that thread throughout your life about athletics and you know being part of a team or just you know playing the game and winning. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's what took me, you know, into the corporate world myself. You know, as mm-hmm. an executive, same thing. Team player and winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, my favorite game when I was a kid was playing office. And my oh, dad my used to sell industrial paints. And so when they did the see uh when they changed the season, they they uh came out with new paint catalogs, he would bring us these catalogs and they had industrial supplies and all paint supplies and I had a little register and I had play money and I had paper invoices and a phone. And so I would pick up the phone and I would take orders and I would write the order for the paint and whatever supplies. And then my neighbor Gus, he was the boss. And so I would go and take him the order and he would okay it. And then they would come and pick up the product. So I was playing office. I was an entrepreneur. Even at the age of five and six, I had a fascination for that. And here I am. I own three (laughs) businesses. My husband and I are private lenders. I'm a business Uh coach, and I'm also in network marketing. And I just had that passion for the art of business. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. There you go. There you mm. go. <laughs> so, so let's get let's get. Um, you know, we've had a, a really great great time. You know, discussing the ins and outs of of your book, but let's actually talk about your book. Um, why did you know? What point did you decide you needed to get get all this information out to everyone? Yes. So, through the specific situations that. Um, that I mentioned was, you know, having cancer and, and losing my, my husband at an early age. <clears throat> and at that time, my husband and I had a, um, a, an exotic animal ranch, a 200-acre exotic animal ranch that was now then my responsibility. And I also got laid off. So through these opportunities, I began to lead myself. And as I read and studied about different techniques on leadership, I started writing down things that helped me get through those situations. You know, what worked with me? I did this, I did this, I did this. And I started to see myself coming out of the tunnel. So I documented a lot. I, 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 I love to journal. And so I journaled. Uh, I've been journaling my life for many, many years. 
and I started documenting and started reading the um, the things that I did that started working for me. And then an interesting thing is that when I was had responsibility of taking care of the animals, we had about 450 animals that I that I fed along with a helper, and I became very intimate with the with the animals, and the animals started teaching me. Sure. So when I went out with the donkeys, the donkeys immediately surrounded me. They gave me love. They were, you know, I saw how they uh, operated in community. And they taught me the importance of surrounding myself with people that want to support me, the people that can support me, and that there are people out there that I need to turn to and get support. I learned how to sharpen my sense of intuition and I learned that from my potbelly pigs because they have an, an amazing sense of intuition. And I would watch them and learn how they would react to people and observe who they liked, who they didn't like. And I said, they're using their intuition to determine how they want to move forward. And so I started tuning into that. So I started writing all these practices that worked for me. And then I took these practices and I said, you know what, I'm going to share these practices with the women that I work with, that I coach. And then I saw them have amazing results. And I said, this cannot stay just here. I want to share all these practices with as many women as possible. So it's time to write a book. And to be honest with you, Denise, my initial book was 31 Soulful Practices for Women. I had identified at least 31 practices. And when I sat down with my publisher, she said, Pat, you've got three books here. I want you to pick the seven most profound lessons that were really the most important. And we're going to showcase those. And I said, okay. Uh And so the uh book began to form itself through... uh, Catherine's quest, right? Catherine you know, lost her job, her husband, her home, and needed to needed to kick on the other side of that in a very uh-huh. positive way and coming out shining. And it was through self-leadership. And so I incorporate all these little lessons in the book, in every chapter. Oh, that's, that's just, that's wonderful. So it's a parable and it's also a moment in time where I ask some key questions that help women start leading themselves in a better way. Uh-huh. And it also comes with a, it also comes with a journal and affirmation cards so that the transformation oh. is actually complete. Wonderful. Yeah. You can go to my website at majesticcoachinggroup.com and go to Catherine's Quest and you can get the book and you can get the journal and the affirmation cards, and they really allow you to um, really take in and internalize the lessons that are in the book. So repeat that again for our listeners in case they didn't catch that. Okay. So that's MajesticCoachingGroup.com and go to the Catherine's Quest tab. And you can actually download Chapter 1 of the book for free. And you'll fall in love with it. So that you can come back to the website and order the <laughs> order the book bundle. 
It is a transformational bundle. You are, bundle, you are sure. a networking marketing person. <laughs> You're, there. You're very good. Very, very good. <laughs> so our listeners can purchase your book, One Woman's Journey to Elation, on your website, mm-hmm. MajesticCoachingGroup.com. Group. Yes. Now, is there is there anywhere else that they could purchase it? They can go to they can go to Amazon.com as well. Yeah, but it's always better and to, to get it direct. It's <laughs> always try to get it direct. <laughs> my book bundle is only available. Actually, the book bundle is only available on my website. So That's it's right. a it's a beautiful <laughs> gift for uh, women uh-huh. uh, empowering women are in leadership. And um, it's an exclusive just on my site. Yeah. Good, 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 mm-hmm. good, good. Exactly. Is there anything else that you'd like to empower us with today? You know, one of the things that um, the way that we continue to learn and learn from our experiences, because as I mentioned earlier, that <clears throat> our sacred journey is always teaching us something. And... Uh, there are different ways that we can really step back and look and observe the lessons uh-huh. that, that are meant for us to learn. And one of those ways is, is journaling. So if you're not a journal, if you don't journal right now, I suggest that you start. Just get a notebook, a favorite pen, something simple, and ask yourself three questions daily. Question number one would be, what went right today? What went right today? The second question, what would I do differently? What would I do differently? And the third question is, what did I learn? What did I learn today? And if you consistently go through those questions on a daily basis, you will transform. You will become a different person. You'll become a stronger, more empowered person because of the insight that you've given yourself through journaling. And this is another kinda, tool that I teach. In, go ahead. Oh, um, a thought that, that came to mind was when you started this whole process of yes. really personal growth, and did you have right. to leave some people behind? Did you have to leave some people behind? In our process, that does happen. Because what I noticed is that um, we are an average of the five people we hang around with. And when I learned that lesson, I became very aware of my circle of friends. And in my journey, you're you're exactly right, Denise, because writing a book is transformational for the author. That's really the reason Uh why you're writing it, right? You're writing what you most need to learn. And you grow so much that sometimes you outgrow your friends. Uh-huh. And it's not that you forget them and walk away from them, 
but that you honor where they are in their journey and you choose to move on and create and other people will come into your life. So some people will come into your life forever, some just for a season. And sometimes your personal growth triggers that. Yeah, it, it's interesting that you, said some, so, that you stated that some people come for a season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll come into your life for a specific reason, for a specific project to help you get through something, and then uh-huh. you'll grow. You'll grow apart, or you'll move on to uh-huh. a different direction, or you no longer have the, you no longer have the same thing in common. Right. And uh, a change occurs. Yeah. Well, it was wonderful having you on today. I wish you continued success in all your three business ventures. And obviously, oh, thank you. A, a very successful book. Thank you, Denise. And, thank you so um, much. And, you know, we welcome you back. We'd love to hear thank how you, you're Dave. doing. I, I really appreciate it. I would love to make a. I would love to come back and make a difference. I really appreciate everything that you do, and how you come through. Come from the heart in all your conversations. They're really amazing and interesting and so authentic. Thank you for oh, what you're you doing. Thank you very much. Thank you. And again, I'm at MajesticCoachingGroup.com. I'm Pat Alva Krieger. Thank you, Pat. Take care. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, that wraps up our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And it was a lovely conversation with Pat. We'll have another great guest next Wednesday, so don't forget to listen in. Until then, Happy New Year. Bye-bye for now. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com Be sure to visit gotcancernowwhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book Got Cancer? Now What?